open. Last night, the priests at the rectory, we were playing a game called Power Grid. And I, it was a, it was a kind of a, a math numbers game. So I jumped out and I was winning. And so the rest of the guys were all doing things to stop me. And Father Will was saying this phrase, I mean, you don't have to know anything about the game, but he's saying, you need to buy all the oil in order to stop me from winning. You guys, you need to, if I were you, I would do this. And while I was thinking about my strategy and what I was going to do, and while I was thinking about that, he won. <laughs> so afterwards, we, you know, we kind of process like what just happened there. And he said, I told you guys, I was telling you that if you wanted to stop me from winning, here's what you need to do. And the whole time, nobody was listening. You ever say something and no one around you is listening? Or your, your friend, when they break up with that guy and you say, I, I knew he wasn't good for you. And they say, why didn't you tell me? And you say, we've been trying to tell you the whole time, but you weren't listening. God is trying to speak to us all the time if we have ears to hear. So what does Jesus do? Jesus makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. That the, the, the purpose of our ears is to hear the good news. I think so often though we hear, we're really good at hearing the bad news. The purpose of our mouths is to proclaim God's praise. That's why the people at the end of this gospel, Jesus is telling them, don't, don't share this. Don't. And, and they go out and they keep proclaiming it to everybody. That's, that's the purpose of our mouths. Our mouths are to speak blessing and praise. They weren't made for negativity and gossip. And with Jesus' grace, he wants to restore. He wants to heal. He wants to bring wholeness, not just to these organs, if you will, these parts of us, but to all of us. And so even, even that part of hearing, it's, it's very common I hear people say, I, I, I don't hear God's voice. Like, I pray, but I don't, I don't hear God talking to me. And so the question is, are, am, I, am I open to God talking to me? Am I open to actually hearing what God wants to say to me? Now, I, I, I can't control what God does. I can't control what he's going to say. I can't control what he's going to do. But do I, do I trust him? Do I trust that he wants what's good for me? But at the end of the gospel, what they say is, he has done all things well. Do I, do I believe that if I actually opened up and I let Jesus into every area of my life, that my life would be better? That if I let Jesus into my relationships, into my schooling, into my family, that there be, what do I believe that there would be greater wholeness and peace and joy? So, again, I can't control what God's going to do, but I can control whether I open the door and let him work. So how do we do that? Let's, let's look at this gospel 
and see what happens. So Jesus comes into this area and it says, so we're looking at what we can control here. People brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. That a crowd, people, brought this deaf man to Jesus and the crowd, the people, begged Jesus to do something good for that person. Do we have friends who want to bring us to Jesus and who pray to Jesus for us? Are we surrounded with people who go to the Lord, who know the Lord, who, who know his power and are helping us get to him? There's no such thing as a solitary Christian. That we, we need people. It's easier when the people around us are encouraging us. You know, when I'm the only one who's trying not to gossip with my friends, it gets pretty hard. Or if I'm the only one who doesn't want to drink or wait till I'm 21, it gets pretty hard. But if I'm surrounding myself with people who know the Lord and his goodness and his power and are, and are, are helping me, it just it makes it easier for me to encounter the Lord's healing and power as well. So the people around us. Second, it says, then Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. So maybe, maybe we're around Jesus people a little bit, you know. And, but at some point, Jesus wants to be with us one-on-one. -on -one. It is possible to come to Mass every Sunday, to have a perfect attendance, gold star, and have no relationship with Jesus. Because at some point, God wants to take us away from the crowd and speak to us heart to heart. That the person next to me can't have a relationship for me with Jesus. That only, only I can do that. And that's the invitation. Jesus says elsewhere in Scripture, come away and rest a while. That's what he wants to give us. When we take time for, for prayer, he wants to give us rest. He wants to give us peace. And, and it gives us a space where he can do healing in our lives. So that one-on-one -on -one time. And then what happens when they're alone? It says this, Jesus put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touches his tongue. That maybe, maybe we know this is what happens, that that if I get one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, he's going to be like all up in my business. Like, very close. Like, we're talking like toddler close, where they get up and they just start like poking things. And, or like you're holding the baby and they're just like grabbing things. Maybe we know something about you. We're like, if I, if I let Jesus close, he's going to like want to like get into everything. Which is kind of true. But it's, it's a good closeness. It's, it's a closeness that, that brings healing. Am I open to that? It's like if you go to the doctor, like you can sit, this is, we saw this during COVID a little bit, right? They're like, I'm going to visit the doctor through telemedicine. I was like, how does that work? <laughs> you know, like you just sit there and talk. Because at, a, at some point, the doctor says, open up. You know, like at some point, the doctor's got to like, get in your ear and see what's going on in there. 
right? The, the doctor's got to like hear what's happening with your heart and your lungs. That, that that's what's going to tell the doctor. I, to be honest, I'm not a doctor. The doctors, what the doctor observes themselves is so much more important than whatever we tell them. They're like, that's great, but let me, let me, let me take a look myself, you know? But Jesus is like, will you let me in? And if you were here last week, the homily last week is Jesus is saying that this bad stuff comes from within. It's like, where does infection come from? Well, it comes from within. Where does Jesus want to go to bring healing? He wants to go in there. And do I want to give him permission? Am I, am I open to that? Am I willing to let the Lord into all of my business? Am I willing to let the Lord into all of my stuff? And if we're honest, a lot of people will say no. Like, you know, I want to go to church on Sunday, but my relationship with my girlfriend, like that's, you know, like, no, thank you, Lord. You stay at the door. Or, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be in Bible study, but I really need to pass these classes. And, you know, sometimes I, I got to do what I got to do. And so without realizing it, we're, we're not letting the Lord into all of our stuff. The Lord wants to heal everything. That's like if you go to confession and you're like, you know, I, I, I want the Lord's forgiveness for these things. But these other things, well, I'm just going to keep doing them. And I was like, it, I actually can't give you absolution. Because if the Lord comes into the house, he wants to clean the whole house. Because otherwise, if you get half the infection, what happens? It just spreads again. And God wants our entire wholeness. He wants us to be full of peace, full of joy. That's what he does. And so I, that's the invitation. And it's scary. Is it, is it uncomfortable at times? Yeah, it can be. Is it, is it painful? I mean, it can, it can feel painful. It's like one of those things that sometimes it feels like it gets worse before it gets better. But it will get better. And that peace will remain that it, we don't, you know, and I, I just, that's something I've seen over the years is we, we're all good at this, not just college students, of compartmentalizing, you know. I show up at church, I, I go to class, and I, I put on a happy face. Everything's fine. And then I go home and I look in the mirror and I hate what I see. And Jesus says, will you let me see it? Will, will you tell me what you don't want to tell anybody else? And he's the one that can actually do something. He's the one that already knows and loves us completely. And he himself is not asking us to do anything that he is not willing to do himself. That Jesus shows us on the cross how we're invited to be before the Lord, before the Father, is to hold nothing back, but to expose everything, to bring everything to the Lord, to offer everything. Because in that we find wholeness, peace, freedom. We find true love to know that I am who I am. God loves everything about me. And he wants to conform all of me to himself because he loves me. And so our invitation this day is to open up to the Lord who's always working for our healing. The one who's always speaking truth if we have ears to hear. And our job is very simple. It's very simple. Simply to open 
and to let him in.